Well, hello, everyone. I am your host, Colton Prater, and this is the Fires of Revival podcast. And I'm extremely thankful that you've taken the time to listen to this message, and I pray that it'll be a blessing to you, and we'll open up with a word of prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for technology and allowing me to, to record this for others to listen to. I ask that you give me wisdom and strength as I'm preaching this message, that you'll land my heart, the words you want me to say, the verses you want me to really emphasize, Father, and so on and so forth, that you'll be with those listening, that they'll be encouraged by this message, that they'll take it and apply it to their life, that they'll share it with a friend or a sibling or a coworker or whatever the case, and that this message will get shared out with others, and that you'll just that you'll work through this, Father. And I just want to say I love you, thank you for this day, and in your son's name, amen. So today's message is on the issue or the matter of spiritual rest. So you could just title it Spiritual Rest and how to have it, I guess, or just Spiritual Rest, simply that. So we're going to look at what spiritual rest is and where we get that from the Bible and how we ourselves can have times of spiritual refreshment and times of rest in our Christian lives and rest in our Christian walk and what the Bible has to say about it. And our text comes from Exodus chapter 23. And if you're sitting there and you have a Bible or if you have that luxury, if you're sitting down or if you have one with you, I would encourage you to turn here with me to Exodus 23. Exodus 23, we're going to read verses 10 through 13. Verse numbers 10 through 13. And it says, In six years thou shalt sow thy land and shalt gather in the fruits thereof. But the seventh year thou shalt let it rest and lie still that the poor of thy people may eat, and what they leave the beast of the field shall eat. In like manner thou shalt deal with thy vineyard and with thy olive yard. Six days thou shalt do thy work, and on the seventh day thou shalt rest, that thine ox and thine ass may rest, and the son of thy handmaid and the stranger may be refreshed. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect, and make no mention of the name of other gods, lest it be heard out of thy mouth. And I guess the the key phrase we're going to emphasize there is found in verse 12, where it says that we may rest. And then in verse 13, where it says that, or excuse me, back in verse 12, it mentions being refreshed, that it says that the stranger may be refreshed. And spiritually speaking, we're going to look at how we can be spiritually refreshed. Now, this idea of rest or as it mentions there, the text we just read in Exodus is all throughout the Bible. We have it beginning in Genesis chapters 1 and 2 and 3, where where, uh, God created everything in the universe in six days, and on the seventh day, he rested. And he did that, and he set a model and a precedent for us. We have the Sabbath day that the Jews had with the law, where they rested on the Sabbath day. They didn't do any work, and as, as we saw there, it says to work six days. And on the seventh, you're going to rest. Then it uses there, it mentions at the beginning of verse 10, it talks about a garden. It says that for six years, you're going to sow your garden, you're going to plant your garden, reap from it. And on the seventh year, you're going to let your garden rest and pick it back up on the following year. And then sow it for six years and then rest it on the seventh and repeat that process because you want to rest the land. And there's all kinds of mentions of rest and working six days and resting on the seventh all throughout the Bible. Christ mentions it in the Gospels. And it's mentioned all throughout the entire Bible. And it's a key thing that we are to have in our Christian life is we are to have times and moments of spiritual rest. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't work for God and we shouldn't serve God because we should. And I believe that people that are serving God need need times of refreshment, need times where they are resting in Christ and growing closer to Him and getting stronger spiritually and just resting spiritually. Because if we don't have rest, 
we will burn out. And if we don't have rest, we will get tired and weary and eventually quit. And I think that's a lot of the reasons, or that's the big reason why a lot of Christians today and in the past quit. And one of the reasons why you see church decline or church attendance is declining is because Christians, they'll get on fire for God for a couple weeks and they'll go all out for him and work and do as much as they can, as long as they can. And next thing you know, they burn out and they quit. Well, for one reason they got burnt out and quit is because they probably didn't have time of spiritual rest and spiritual refreshment and spiritual recharging of their batteries. And they didn't set aside time to draw closer to God. And they didn't take anything in themselves to grow from and was to chew on and to draw closer to God and to grow spiritually and to gain spiritual nourishment in their life. So we're going to look at how to have spiritual rest. Now, a key text we're going to look at here is Matthew 11. In Matthew 11, we're going to look at three verses here in Matthew chapter 11. This is Christ speaking here. And it's verses 28 through 30. But well-known verses here he's doing his teaching here. And he says in verse 28, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's one, when you think of spiritual rest, or those that have studied it, that's one of the key texts that people always go to and how to have spiritual rest. Now, keep in mind here, this is Christ speaking, this is Christ talking. And one of the keys to having spiritual rest is in the opening phrase where he says, Come unto me. You know, I think a lot of times as Christians, we get burnt out. We try to find rest in other things, or we try to find rest in going on social media. We try to find rest in scrolling through YouTube late at night or by watching all kinds of TV or filling ourselves with junk, so to speak. And we try to find rest in the wrong things. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and place for social media or for looking at YouTube and that kind of thing or watching TV or whatever the case is. But I think we get it backwards. See, the, the idea of rest is found in Christ himself. When we truly dwell in him and come to him, then God can start to refresh us and recharge us. And that we can be, we can draw closer to Him and be refreshed spiritually, and find our spiritual rest in Him. See, the Bible mentions in Mark to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. We're to go out with the gospel, but we also need to come back in from time to time to recharge in Christ and to get recharged spiritually and to get a fresh boost of energy and to gain some rest in Christ. And it says, so if you if you want rest, you must come to Christ. You can't come to all the things that the world has to offer, whether good or bad. You can't find rest in drugs or alcohol or anything like that. Rest isn't found in watching TV, as I mentioned, or even good things like spending time with them. Although that is a good time to rest. True spiritual rest is found in Christ, Him alone, and Him Himself. And it says, come unto me. And another prerequisite on to have sp- and having spiritual rest that I noticed, it says, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Meaning all those that are exhausted, all those that are tired. Well, you can't have spiritual rest if you've not even done anything for God. If you're just sitting there singing Kumbaya by the fire, watching the world go by, nothing, not doing anything spiritually speaking for God, you're not going to get any rest because you haven't done anything to make yourself tired and worthy of the rest. And if you want spiritual rest, you're going to have to go out and serve God and to do things for him and to witness to your friends or to disciple others or to serve every chance you have, or to be a servant, and and so on, and to be serving God and doing things for God and for His kingdom and for His glory. And when we're doing things, and when we begin to grow heavy laden and to get tired of work, that's when Christ wants us to come and to get the rest from Him. And He says, there's a promise Christ says in verse 28, it says, 
and I will give you rest. It's a promise. It's not a, you know, if you come, I might give you rest. He guarantees if you come to me and you're heavy laden and burdened and tired, I will give you rest. It's a commitment. He says, I will. It's a promise in the Bible. You can bank on that with everything you have, that he is going to give you rest if you come to him. If you come to Christ, he is guaranteed to give you rest. And it says in verse 30, it says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, the trials and troubles of this world and the toils we have are much easier to bear when we have Christ we can talk to, when we can pray to our Father, when we have Christ there every step of the way with us. See, the world doesn't have that luxury. They don't have God to call upon and Christ that's with them. They don't have that luxury of having that. They have to deal with problems on their own. Well, us as Christians, we have the luxury of that when hard times come, we can fall to Christ. We can come to Him. We can pray to God. We can ask Him for help. Ask Him for strength. We can ask Him. And when we go, when we live a Christ-like life and live life in the lens of Christ and are coming to Him for rest, our burden is easy. Our burden is light and our yoke will be easy. That's a guarantee from that text right there. That when we come to Christ, we will get rest. We will get spiritual rest, spiritual nourishment, spiritual refreshment. It all comes from the person of Christ. Now we're going to look here at another well-known passage about spiritual rest, or spiritual rest and refreshment. It's found in Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter number 40, verse, verses number 29 through 31. Verses 29 through 31 of Isaiah chapter 40. Uh, chapter 40, excuse me there. My tongue's getting twisted left and right, it seems like. But in chapter 40, verses 29 through 31, it says, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It's a very well-known passage. It's actually one of my, my, one of my pastor's favorite passages in all the Bible that he has. And he loves this passage in Isaiah 40 about the eagle and about Christ renewing our strength. And that's also the Old Testament almost, you could say, parallel of Matthew 28 there, where he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. And then here he mentions that I will give you rest. I will give you the strength to press on. I will give you the rest you need to give you the energy you need to keep pressing on for me and to keep working for God. And I like how it mentions there, it says that he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. And in verse 30, it says, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Meaning that all of us, no matter how strong we may be spiritually, we're all going to get tired. We're all going to get exhausted spiritually. We're all going to have times where we don't want to serve God. Where we're just too tired to keep pressing on. We're just we're going to get tired at some point or another. Maybe it doesn't matter how long, maybe, but we're all going to get tired at some point or another. But the beautiful promise in verse 31, it says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That Christ will always give us a boost of energy. He'll always give us the rest and the strength we need when we come to Him. If we wait upon the Lord, He will renew our strength. He'll give us a new boost of energy to keep serving God. But that rest, that energy, that spiritual nourishment is only found in Christ. As we saw in Matthew 28, we can only find it in him. We can't find it in the world. When we come to the world, the world doesn't give us the energy to mount up with wings as eagles. 
They don't give us that energy that we can run and not be weary and walk and not faint. That's only found in Christ. And when we come to Christ, He will give us that energy we need. He'll give us the nourishment, the spiritual food to keep us, to give us this nourishment we need and to keep us going spiritually. And when we cling to Christ, He will give us that. He will renew our strength. That's a promise. That's a promise right there. As we saw in Matthew 28 there, what Christ can do for us then here in Isaiah chapter 40, that he will renew our strength. It's a promise. It's a guarantee. It's a, it's a promise from God himself that we can bank everything we have on. That he will renew our strength. He will keep us going. He will refresh us. He will give us rest in him. And he will lift us up with wings as he, on wings of eagles. And he will allow us to soar up higher in heights in our Christian life. But it's all found in finding rest in Christ himself and the person of who he is. So I challenge you, these, the two passages of Matthew 11 and Isaiah chapter 40, to read those on your own time and to study them out for yourself. And to look here for this matter of spiritual rest and apply it to your own life. Study it out for yourself and see what God shows you. I know that he's enlightened my eyes in looking at these verses here that I've read. And I've gotten so much out of them the last several days. And it's just been such an encouragement to me. And it has drawn me closer to God, and it's helped me be better in coming to Christ for spiritual rest. And it's helped me become more rested in my Christian life, that I can be able to be recharged and to continue serving for God so I don't get burnt out. And it's helped me from suffering burnout in my Christian life, so to speak. Well, I've been mentioning spiritual rest, but we're going to look at a few practical ways we can apply spiritual rest in our life. How we can have spiritual rest. And the practical side of it, because I've mentioned it and we need to come to Christ and all that. But we're going to look at a few practical things and how we can have this daily or weekly or however you want to do it. And you can apply these steps to your life and it'll allow you to have times of spiritual rest and spiritual refreshment. But out of the four things here, number one, if you want spiritual rest, you're going to have to set time aside for it daily or weekly. Because if you don't plan, you're not going to do it. As the old saying goes, if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. And if you don't plan to have spiritual rest and set time aside that, hey, from 7 to 8 o'clock every day or from 2 to 5 on Saturdays, I'm going to set all distractions aside and that I'm just going to set time aside. Because if you don't set time aside, you're never going to do it. If you just say, you know what, I'll just have spiritual rest whenever I want. I'll just figure this out. Chances are it's not going to happen. You must plan ahead and plan times that you're going to rest spiritually. You're going to block out all distractions. You're just going to rest in Christ. And you're going to allow him to refresh you and give you the energy you need to keep pressing on. So number one, set time aside for it daily or weekly. Number two, if you want to have spiritual rest, put all distractions aside. You're not going to have a time of spiritual rest if you're on your phone the whole time. Or let's say you set the time aside and you're on your phone and going to social media. You're not going to get the rest you need. You're going to probably get anxiety. You're going to see something that is going to hype you up or whatever. That's not going to give you the rest you need that's found in Christ himself. So block out all the distractions. Put away your phone. Be by yourself. Do the best you can to block out any distractions that might hinder you from getting spiritual rest. Now I could go on and give a list of things, but you know what things distract you. You know what things that you know what things keep you from reading your Bible or praying or different things like that. You know what things can hinder you spiritually. Block those out. And if you can, try your best to be by yourself, whether in a separate room or in your closet or, or something somewhere private, somewhere by yourself, 
and set it aside and go there and block out all distractions if you want to have spiritual rest. And number three, these, number three and four here are the, the crux of the matter, that if you do the first two but don't do the three and four, it's of no use. Number three, if you want to have spiritual rest, get in God's Word. Set some time aside, block out all distractions, and just get into God's Word. Begin reading it. Do your devotions. Read there and allow God to show you and enlighten your eyes and show you biblical truths that you missed or that you haven't seen in the certain passage before. And ask Him just to enlighten your eyes and to encourage you and to strengthen you. I know during the this whole quarantine thing, one of the biggest blessings that I've had is I mean, I do my devotions every day, but one of the biggest blessings, I, blessings I've had is that I have more time to do my devotions. I have more time to sit down and focus on what I'm reading and not only to read it and check it off the box what I, I normally would have done and I shouldn't have done, but what I normally did. Now I have the time to sit there and in-depth read this out, focus on it, and look for application points that I can apply to myself. And, and through these last several weeks of doing my devotions that way, God has enriched my life. He's shown me all different truths in the Bible that have helped change me and impact me and make me a better Christian. And I want to challenge you to get into God's Word and let it speak to you. Another thing you can do, this along with point number three here and getting in God's Word and even getting in other books, is maybe you can set time aside and read a spiritual, like read a book that's spiritual. Like for instance, I'm reading a book by A.W. Tozer called Men Who Met God. And it's about 12 men in the Bible who had different spiritual encounters with God and how it impacted their life. Another book I finished reading was Why Revival Tarries by Leonard Ravenhill. And I'm working on another book right now on the Reformation and the church history and how it applies to our lives today. And I would challenge you to read God's Word and also even to read other books, read biographies, read spiritual books that can help edify you, help encourage you, help strengthen your Christian walk. And set the time aside and read those and block out the distractions and let God speak to you through those books as well. And another thing, I don't do this, but some people do this that I know of. But when you're doing your devotions, maybe bring a pen with you and mark, or bring a pen and paper and write, take, write, take notes on what God is speaking to you with. Write down what God showed you today in your devotions. Write down a verse maybe that God really spoke to you with or whatever the case. I know when I do my devotions now, I've started keeping a pen with me and I'll underline and mark phrases that God speaks to me through or I'll draw arrows connecting verses to each other that apply and go in correlation. And I do different things. I've had to mark up my Bible with things that God has shown me in my devotions. And I would encourage you to do things like that and write down what God shows you in your devotions. So that way you can look back on it. In the future, you can look back at your past devotions and say, you know what? When I read this chapter, God showed me this. God worked in my heart and he showed me this verse that he wanted to, me to apply to my life. Or he showed me this principle found in this chapter that I'm that I'm striving to apply to my life or whatever the case is. And you can look back and see how God has worked in your life and how far you've came since that day. And then lastly here, number four, pray. If you want spiritual rest, get into God's Word, get into some spiritual books, write things out, and then pray. Spend some time in prayer talking to God, just you and Him. Commune with Him, have fellowship, talk to, talk to the Father. You know, Share your heart with Him, ask Him for things. Thank Him for things, be thankful with Him. Praise Him. Bless Him. You can do all these things and spend some time in prayer praying to God and talking to the Father and communing with Him. And if we do these, we can have true spiritual rest. And I would encourage you to set time aside every day to do these things. Set maybe an hour or 30 minutes or whatever works for you. Set some time aside for it daily. And during this, also put your distractions aside. Block out all things that may distract you from having spiritual rest. 
and just get into God's Word, get into a spiritual book as well, get into a good Christian biography of a past missionary or a preacher or whatever the case is, get into some good books, write out your devotional thoughts, and spend some time in prayer. And I can guarantee you that if you do this every day, God is going to keep refreshing you. He's going to keep filling that well up that you can draw from spiritually. He's going to keep doing these things for you. He's going to keep refreshing you and giving you the energy. So that way you're not serving God out of yourself. You're serving God through the strength that he's given you. Because a lot of Christians get burnt out because they like to serve God out of their own power and their own will and their own strength. When God wants us to rely on him for the power, he wants us to rely on him for the strength. And when we rely on Christ, he will give us the strength we need. Christ will give us the strength we need when we rely on him. He will give us the spiritual rest that we so desire, that we so crave, that we so desperately need in our lives. When we rely on him and when we come to him, he will renew our strength. He will help refresh us, give us the nourishment we need spiritually to keep going on and to keep pressing on in our Christian lives. So I just want to challenge you to look to Christ, to come to him, draw to him, draw yourself to him, close, draw closer to him, and he will give you the refreshment you need spiritually. He'll give you the refreshment and energy you need to keep pressing on and to keep taking that next step of faith and to keep taking the next step for Christ and the next step and so on. And he will give you the strength and the zeal and energy to do that, but you must rely on him and he will give you the rest you need, that day of rest, spiritually speaking, out of the seven days there. For you to keep going on and to keep working for Christ. So that's basically the message I have for you today is to keep looking to Christ and just to draw closer to him and to rest in him spiritually. Let's pray and close this up. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Please be with this message. I ask that all those that are listening in, that they will take this message, apply it to their lives, that they will set aside time for spiritual rest and that you'll work on their heart lay that time you want them to have this with and that they will draw closer to you, that they will have spiritual rest found in you, Father, and that you will give them that rest that you promise in your word and in your Son's name. Amen.